How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. try to rebound on Sunday as they travel to New York to take on the Giants. We'll break it down on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Brown Richmond, 96 double. Attention, fantasy footballers. Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon, and we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. That's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news, injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. Expert analysis. Over a dozen years of fantasy coverage. Sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you. Here's your hosts, Baby Tausch, Bill Schmid, and the franchise, Tim Allen. And welcome in, everybody. It is Fantasy Football Weekly. It's Tim and Tausch, a Sunday takeover as per usual. It's week 13 in the National Football League. It's week 13 in your fantasy leagues. You're uh, well. It's seed week this week for most leagues. It's uh, you. You win. You may have already clinched. Now it's just you want to get a better seed. You may be on the bubble. You may be trying to get in. You may be in uh, terms of win or lose elimination week this week and uh, a huge week. We're already three games in here this week. Yeah, and and we're finding out a lot about some teams across the NFL that we thought we knew a lot about, right? Timmy, I look right at the Dallas Cowboys. What we learned on Thursday is that their talent level is what we thought it was, and their coaching staff is the problem. We also learned about just how good the Buffalo Bills are and that there actually is and are two teams in the AFC East that can be playoff caliber and and worthy of that as well. And we also learned that the New Orleans Saints are, are pretty good. And now we'll learn a lot about the guy that everybody is saying is the odds-on favorite at minus 300 now to win the NFL MVP in Lamar Jackson as he gets his biggest test against the defensive front today. Some really, really good games, but you're right. This is this is a day where I'm sitting here sweating out one league where I'm trying to be the number one seed, already locked up, playoffs for about two weeks have been clinched, and in the other, just praying that... 10 points for Michael Thomas and a full-point PPR doesn't end up coming back to bite me and knock me out of the playoffs. Yeah, and we are three games in. And you mentioned Lamar Jackson there. It It is uh, it is sort of ridiculous how the NFL schedule works at times. I mean, we can talk all day long about how you don't like the Thursday games, or the players certainly don't like the Thursday games. Right. But the Sunday night games, some years ago, they decided to uh, flex that schedule. And I like that a lot. That makes a a ton of sense. And then you have, um, you know, Monday nights, That's you can't touch Monday nights. Monday nights, for whatever reason, people are locked into travel and you can't rearrange hotel rooms. Uh, I, I guess it's against the law to rearrange hotel rooms. I mean, you need to. You well, need you, to... you know as much as you travel, you actually just can't. That, that's one of those. Oh yeah, you just you just can't change travel plans. Yeah, you just can't. That's can't right. do it. 
And then, then you have the issue of uh, stacking in the noon window a ton of games and then getting you know, literally at uh, certain levels just two games in the 3 o'clock window. Today we've got three in the 3 o'clock. But point being, that Baltimore-San Francisco game, maybe a preview of the Super Bowl, who knows, mm-hmm. just buried amongst a n- number of noon games. Well, and that's a shame. And you know what else is a shame, Tim? And, and I'm never going to make excuses for a team – but look at that 49ers bunch plays a Sunday night game last week and wins, and now they go across the country, a three-hour time difference, and that game has one team playing at what their body clocks deem as 9 a.m. That's not right. That game should be at 325, if nothing else, to show the talents and to have those talents at their best and everybody primed up and ready to go. Sunday night looks decent uh, and made even oh, really maybe good. a little bit better because of of some uh, flu sickness that's going around the New England Patriots. Although, you know, I, I guess it peaked out on Thursday or so. And so they've had many days to get sure. some fluids in there. But, man, they, they got bit by the flu bug. And they are they are taking, you know, all precautions necessary. There's about 17 guys that were on their injury report when it came out first on Thursday. And the amount of guys that are still, in, you know, sick at this point, they all flew on a different chartered plane to Houston last night to make sure that they weren't <laughs> able to infect the rest of the locker room. That is a Belichickism at his finest. It, it really is. And, and uh, boy, he had some accolades to, to say about DeAndre Hopkins, too. So we'll get to that game. We'll get to full slate. Uh, sort of a full slate, as there were three games, as Billy mentioned, on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, wins for the Bears over the Lions, the Bills over the Cowboys, Saints over the Falcons, and here we go, Week 13 in the National Football League, and a huge week for you guys in your fantasy football leagues. We we get it. We we totally understand it. And here's the here's the deal here, guys, and we need to uh, mention a couple of things here, Billy. Longtime fantasy football players, you know you've been in some financial difficulties in your league. Guys, you know we're on the eve of the playoffs here. You know you've got to shell out some cash Christmas shopping. Right. Pay your dues, your fantasy football dues, so the guys like Billy sitting in the one seed can get his cash. Yeah, and then and then I can go and, and do what I'd prefer to do with your money, and that's go and throw it on red or also 24 and 22. <laughs> that's right. Never and forget other, four, too. Always just throw $4 on four, and Favre hits more times than not. That That's the easiest way to make money. Yeah, and the other thing is, if you are already eliminated, you still there's still some impact you can have on the league. So but, it doesn't take much to jump sure. on your site and just click in a starting uh, okay. you know, lineup that, that is so, that is potent enough to, to win. Absolutely, and, and, and I fully understand your frustrations here. But... Now, you, you get a microphone to do it on terrestrial radio and be able to do this on Sunday mornings and talk before each and every game. But are you the dude that emails out to the rest of the league, gentlemen, this week is very important to everybody's success. And remember, there is a $20 victory fee or a win, a prize for the consolation bracket. So you are not playing for nothing if you don't put in your line. Are you the guy that's emailing everybody on Thursday to make sure you set your lineup for this week? Did someone do that? Oh, yeah. In in the league, you and I are in. Dude, it's, th- I- it's three paragraphs. Can I, can I read it? 
read it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll read it. Let's hit the first game, and I'll have it up before we uh, hit the yeah, first time out. Let's dig into yeah, week sure. 13 in 100%. the fantasy football season. Titans. Colts. And the Colts decimated by injuries, and you hate, you hate to see that. Colts on a little bit of a, a tailspin here, and you thought they were pretty potent early on this year, man. I, I literally thought that they were one of the teams in the AFC to kind of have a shot at this thing, and it doesn't look like that anymore. Tennessee is going to be uh, facing the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts uh, are going to be without T.Y. Hilton again. Is that yep. right as we check the injuries? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's going to miss the game with a calf, and Marlon Mack still nursing that fractured hand injury. He is out as well. So they're two top offensive weapons down, along with now Eric Ebron uh, putting out on social media earlier this week that his season is indeed done. So they're they're very, very banged up, Tim. But I also felt like they were a team that could absolutely win a playoff game or two early in this season, even after Andrew Luck announced his retirement in the middle of, of training camp, because I thought they, they had really rallied around Jacoby Brissett and Frank Reich just kind of knows how to win games. And they're, they're still doing it. This is still going to be a good one, even when we step up to the wagering window as it's basically a pick Yeah, and Vrabel and the uh, coaching staff down there in Tennessee finally learning how to use a stud running oh, back, man. it appears. It is so fun to watch Derrick Henry run, especially when you got him sitting in your RB1, even your RB2, because he just gets slept on because of what do we love in fantasy football? And understandably so, if you're in full point PPR, you love somebody that's going to be able to catch the football out of the backfield. This dude, whenever he catches it out of the backfield, maybe once every three games, seems to take it 65 to the house. Yes, yeah, last week in a span of 16 seconds, he found himself in the end He's zone. He's insane, so man. He looks like play. a cheat code, too. He looks like <laughs> the guy that you created in the middle of a Madden game back in, like, 2006, and you make him about 6'5", 400 pounds, and he's just running over everybody. Yeah, that is good stuff right there. And uh, whether or not an issue in the Dome down in Indy, which is where the Badgers are going to find themselves yes, after sir. a big win yesterday, that was huge. Yeah, that was that was a big-time game and, and a big-time spanking. I thought it might go the other way, and the Badgers just came out and routed them. That must have been a great one in your household. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, everybody was – yeah, when, when she's happy, everyone's happy true. in the room. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's get to uh, – so somebody wrote a little bit of an essay about uh, lecturing yes. us. So, okay, folks – this is how it starts. Subject, playoff race. Okay, folks, pretty impressive to have – so much riding on the last game of the regular season. By my count, we have five spots still up for grabs and six teams that could grab them. We love Pam and Completely Forgotten. Those are some two team names. Uh, still have inside tracks for the number two seed, but both, uh, if both lose, then two seed is up for grabs and Leroy's legit team and the 66 Packers, along with two other ones, uh, that can still be in for that spot. Of course, any of those teams could spit a bit and to have the honor of leaping into the number one seed in the consolation bracket. So everyone make your plans to set your lineups accordingly, even if you're managing one of those unnamed teams that's merely playing for spoiler because still 20 clams is on the line in the consolation bracket and teams that finish 13th and 14th, you do not get to participate in that bracket. So if you want to be included, make sure you set your lineups and you try to get one more win. Hopefully you've all got your entry fee in 
and it would be a good time to do so if you didn't. In the meantime, enjoy Thanksgiving. Cheers. Okay, it should have started with get your entry fee in. That right? would that, be the that, first that, place to start, right? Yeah, yes. that would be that hey. would be the best place to start. I, I'm going to guess that's Joe Zanzola because he's got a thing with authority. He wants to be the bossy pants. Uh, so I'm going to guess that's him. That was that would have been uh, a good guess. Actually, he was Bart. he was the betting favorite uh, out in <laughs> in Las Vegas. Joe came in <laughs> at minus three seventy five, okay. but uh, no, it was not. It was actually an old friend of ours, Howie. Oh, this was <laughs> might as well be the same thing. Then. It's Joe Howie. <laughs> this, <laughs> let's get to our next game. Jets, Bengals. <laughs> Sam Darnold <laughs> is on a little bit of a run here. Thirty-four points in the last three games mm. for the New York Jets. How about that? And then we have, speaking of quarterbacks, we have a return, a triumphant return of Andy Dalton, who's going to get the start for good the Good for Bengals. him. Good for him. And Zach Taylor, good for you trying to win a football game as your first year as the NFL in the NFL as a head coach. They, they needed to do something because it was obvious that Ryan Finley was not going to do it. But, Tim, what he did was just enough to train wreck the middle of the season so they can indeed be the number one overall pick and have the fast track to get the quarterback that they want. So good for good for the Cincinnati Bengals. But back to the Jets. They are scoring in an Adam Gase offense that worked with Jay Cutler, had him have the best year of his career. The dude has had successful offenses pretty much everywhere he's gone. I don't know what he is as a head coach, and that's all playing out for us in, in the best media market al- around. But, dude... If you aren't loving Sam Darnold and then loving the New York Post, finding this guy hanging out partying late into the wee hours of a Sunday morning after they get a huge win, getting carted out and thrown into his limo with, you know, some company. And Mm -hmm. you, you just you see these stories that this guy might be, dare I say it, the 21st century Joe Namath. He might be legit as uh, as as a, I think he's really good talent wise too. Yeah, as a dude and and as an NFL quarterback, I, I like him. I got him stashed uh, in a keeper league that uh, I'm most certainly going to move forward with him for the next what three to five year window. It's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Jets and Bengals. Let's uh, check the injuries. C.J. Mosley missing the game as seemingly always this year for the Jets. The high price free agent really hasn't played all that much with a groin. Otherwise, every other skill position should be good to go for the Jets. Demarius Thomas nursing a hamstring injury, but he was able to play last week. Expect him to go today. And for the Bengals, if you're starting any Bengals uh, outside of Joe Mixon, Godspeed. And A.J. Green continues to wait 13 Mm. weeks that we've waited to see if A.J. Green was going to play football this year. Yeah, that that is tough. And, and you know, he's going to find himself in the end zone before his career is up. I, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. Hopefully for another team. Dude's a gamer, six-year pro, so he's got some uh, fuel left in the tank. Let's check our first weather forecast. Dan Plucker, weather in Cincinnati. Yeah, this is going to be one of the nicer games of the day. Partly sunny and 48 degrees, wind gusts of 16 miles per hour. Temperatures will be dropping into the mid-40s because of that. But other than that, it should be a pretty nice day in Cincinnati. Redskins. Panthers. Uh, Redskins find themselves as a 10-point underdog to the Carolina Panthers. How about that? 10. Mm, yeah. There's a reason for that, isn't it? Wow, that's that's a big number for the Carolina Panthers. Who, you know, I I don't think they're horrible, 
But uh, ten points, you might uh, you might want to go a little money line on this one. I wonder how many um, how many points factor in for the spread due to Dwayne Haskins forgetting that you still need to take a knee to finish out the rest of the game and go and not take selfies with the crowd after you get a win. Good for the Redskins getting a W. Uh, bad for just all fantasy owners of Terry McLaurin for the Washington Redskins because you thought that his old college roommate and teammate was going to help him out and get him the ball a little bit in that game. He, Dwayne Haskins, Tim, is just so inaccurate with the football. I mean, yeah. he, he just looked all out of sorts. Carolina coming off a couple of really tough losses. They very well could have and should have probably beaten the Saints down in the Dome last week. I think they're still a little bit banged up, but they are getting healthier with getting their starting uh, left tackle Greg Little back today. And Ryan Kerrigan and Paul Richardson, the only two out right now. Chris Thompson should be ready to go as he was questionable with a toe injury. But they're a team that, albeit still a lot of big-time fantasy players out there with D.J. Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel has put himself in that conversation as well. And that Panthers defense has been big-time, almost top 10 in fantasy defensive putouts all year long. Uh, something tells me this is a little bit of a gut feeling that uh, Washington's going to play up in that game. So maybe a, a couple bucks on the money line for the Washington Redskins. And and Billy was referring to uh, Haskins uh, on the sidelines taking a selfie with some fans. While the game was still going on, he needed to go in there and take a victory formation knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't find him because he was he was busy. I think it's... I, well, I don't know what I'd think if I was a teammate. I'd be, I don't know. It's fine with me. Did you have an issue with that? Um, I, I didn't love it, but I also kind of didn't love Dwayne Haskins coming out of the draft because I knew he had a little bit of that in him, a little bit of a, a different character in him. He, he's a different cat, dude. That's for sure. Not a bad player, and, and we can see, but, I mean, definitely wildly inaccurate so far. I, yeah. I wouldn't have loved it. He would have heard something from me. <laughs> Indeed. All right, let's let's uh, let's check the forecast. Uh, the Skins and Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it'll be mostly cloudy in the high 60s in the game, 17-mile-per-hour wind gusts, and maybe a little bit of rain in the fourth quarter in Charlotte. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take our first break here. First hour of the program, always uh, informational uh, in this uh, – in this second hour of the show, I, I know these picks, uh, these decisions for you guys are going to be just the difference makers. Yep. And here's where here's where we got to talk you through these things. 11 o'clock, we'll start taking your phone calls at 414-799-1250. We'll get to as many emails as we can get if you want to drop us a, a note and explain the situation like uh, one of our spokespeople did in our league. They can take a, uh, an hour or so and write out the uh, format of how things are going to go. But you can email live at 1057fmthefan.com. You can hit us up on uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. And we'll do that, uh, get to you guys at 11 o'clock. In the meantime, some huge games, huge matchups coming up. It's week 13 in the NFL, week 13 in your fantasy season. A lot on the line here. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, this and every Sunday on The Fan. Getting you everything you need to win this week. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. God bless fantasy football. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. 49ers. Ravens. 
And welcome back. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. Tim and Tausch take over each and every Sunday, getting your lineup set for right now the biggest game of the year, the biggest week of the year fantasy-wise outside of playoffs because this is getting you into the playoffs. We're going to help you get the win that you need this week. And 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens, really the, the, the game of the year to this point, we're going to see two teams in different instances. We talked about it a little bit in the first segment of the program. How this game is buried in the noon slate and such a fat noon slate with the three games being played on Thursday night, but now you get two games in the afternoon window. Ravens at home giving six against this Niner bunch and Lamar Jackson. If he does it, Tim, against this type of a defense, this 49er defense, I think he pretty much has this thing locked in, and he's he's certified at that point. Going to be your MVP at a minus 300 right now, and the way that they are running the football out in Baltimore is just so impressive. Their ability to compound with what he does with his legs and then Mark Ingram in that Heisman backfield that they run with also RG3 getting a couple snaps. This team has scored touchdowns. I forgot what the stat was in the last two or three games it is that they've scored touchdowns and they've punted three times. All three of those drives were quarterbacked by Robert Griffin III, and they come in rather healthy as well to the Baltimore Ravens. Miles Boykin, questionable with a ankle along with Nick Boyle. Otherwise, they should be ready to go offensively. And for the 49ers, once again, while the defensive front does seem to be pretty stout and they're one of the tops in the league, D Ford going to be out for the game again today. And they still have one of the best front sevens in all of football. Joe Staley down along with Matt Burita expected not to play in today's game. That coming out from Schefter a little bit earlier on in the program. Let's go and check the weather out in Baltimore with Dan Plucker. Yeah, unfortunately for one of the best games of the year, it's going to be raining the entire game. 45 degrees, wind gusts of 10 miles per hour, and just lots and lots and lots of rain in Baltimore. Buccaneers, Jaguars. Bucks and Jags, one of my favorite guys to watch and favorite guys to comment on, has to be, and, and it truly is, Jameis Winston. A fantasy enigma is Jameis Winston. Not knowing what you can see from Jameis on a day-in and day-out basis, if he's top five, top six in fantasy put-out, but you have to live with the turnovers and the times that he's just going to turn the ball over for absolutely no reason. Also, though, with some of the best pass catchers and one of the best pass catching combos in Chris Godwin, who's really elevated himself to that elite status in this league as a pass catcher, he's one of the best right now, and they're showcasing as they are one of the best teams being able to pass the ball downfield until Jameis throws the ball to the other team. And a ball-hawking secondary as well for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They like to take it away. Yeah, and they've put up a ton of points here, Tampa Bay. So, uh, as we discussed last week, I think you got to take some of, the, some of the bad with the good mm-hmm. in the fantasy uh, point totals here for Jameis Winston. You really do, and... I don't know if you noticed this, uh, too, Billy, being a uh, little bit of a better. Every once in Uh, a while, yeah. Road teams this year, they are amazing. Winning at a 57% clip. So keep that in mind when when you're stepping up to the wagering window. But, uh, wow, Uh, Tampa Bay, they can put up points, but you're going to be minus four or minus six points with the turnovers for Jameis. Yeah, 100%. And and you're just going to have to deal with it. But when when you have guys that can catch the ball, and 
even O.J. Howard, Tim, if you're just looking at the pass-catching options they have down there, he hasn't hardly done anything, and that's a 20th overall selection being paired with Mike Mike Evans along with Chris Godwin, who I know you're a huge Chris Godwin fan, but the guy is, is really finding himself in elite territory. No injuries uh, to be much of a conversation point between Tampa and Jacksonville, but the weather down in Jacksonville is always fun, Dan. Yeah, it's really fun today. Uh, 79 degrees at kickoff. Chance of rain kind of throughout the game, intermittent, and 26-mile-per-hour wind gusts are definitely going to be moving the football around in Jacksonville. Brown Steelers. So Freddie Kitchens goes to uh, uh, the, the movies with, a, yep. with his kids, mm. and uh, someone spots him with a Pittsburgh Started It t-shirt. He's something else, man. <laughs> he, is, he is something else. I wonder if Freddie knows that he's kind of on borrowed time and is just like, you know what, I'm going to have some fun. They're rolling a little bit, though, now. Do you think there's a chance that they they get this thing done, take it off the sheet, and make it to the playoffs? They've got enough swagger to do that and, and enough attitude to do that. And enough that. playmaking ability. And they've got the talent to do that, whether or not it all comes together. As of late, it's been coming together in that rematch here. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Let's check the injuries because the injuries really playing a part in the world of the offense of the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers are are really struggling with the injury bug as they're going to be without Juju Smith-Schuster for this game as well as James Conner not going to uh, suit up in this one as well. So you're, you're looking at a James Washington fest. Also with a duck fest as Mason Rudolph finds himself getting the boot. Couldn't happen to a better guy. In, yeah, in, you know, in my humble opinion, sorry. I'm yeah. Who knows? With he came in. I don't know if you remember this, Billy. He came in with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder with some comments about Ben Roethlisberger uh, when he came in. It's like you know, uh, I'm here to win the starting job. Yeah, well, that's, that's well, big. Chill ben out, dude. Right yeah, chill out, buddy. You're, you're you're all right. Also on the other side, Demarius Randall uh, going to be out, an old friend for the Green Bay Packers. But Tim, how about the emergence of? Really, Jarvis Landry being the the top fantasy option in that duo of wide receivers. OBJ been shied away from, but last few weeks, Juice is and Blessum is getting a lot of scoring opportunities. Yeah, and you saw him in his career down in Miami. And those of us in in PPR leagues, we we're fully aware of Jarvis Landry. The thing that didn't put him over the top in his days in in Miami, and certainly here early on with Cleveland, he just wasn't that touchdown guy. Yeah, and and that really kept him from elite status, and and he has solved that here in the last couple of weeks. A yeah. pair of them last week, but when when we go back to the skill position players, also you you do look and it starts I think with the pass catchers. But Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they get both of those dudes a two headed combo in the backfield. They've been running packages a lot with both of them back there. That that is a dangerous team if you have those two guys that can run the ball, and this late in the year. Weather gets cold. You're looking in that division, AFC North. I mean, that's that's how you win games in that in that division. So I'm interested to see how far they can go and also how far might be good enough to keep Freddie Kitchens with that job in Cleveland. Yeah, and Pittsburgh's D is not a bad defense. They, they've been known to give up a few points Mm-mm. here and there. Minka Fitzpatrick, not, man, he is legit. Yeah, not a, not a horrible defense in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's check the forecast. Browns and Steelers rematch. Yeah, it'll be rain leading up to kickoff, and then chances of rain kind of throughout the entire game and some thunder and lightning potentially also in the third quarter. 50 degrees, but other than that, uh, it's an okay day, I guess, in Pittsburgh. Eagles. Dolphins. 
right. Uh, now, Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles conversation. Carson's uh, career, and I'm a Carson Wentz fan. I, I think he is uh, potentially one of the upper upper echelon quarterbacks. But, dude, you can't turn the ball over like that. I mean, he has mm-hmm. lately been a turnover machine. Get your head out of your tail, Carson Wentz. And I'm not a Carson Wentz owner this year. I, I had him last year in a league or two. And, and I'm not just saying this because he's having a down year. I'm saying this because it, it's it's kind of painful to watch, Billy, that kind of talent. Now, he's been challenged with some injuries on the offensive front for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. But, man, I, you're better than this. Yeah, no doubt about it. You're you're better than that. We almost need to get our, our old buddy Jim, <laughs> Jim. Uh, in here for, for, for that one. But he's he's so talented, Tim, in the standpoint of just what he can do with, with his with his gifts. But Alshon Jeffrey out, Nelson Aguilar out as well. They'll both be back today. They've missed the last couple of weeks. And just trying to force the ball too much to Zach Ertz and, and force kind of the the one punch and the one guy that you, you want to lean on at some point, you just got to be able to take what's given to you. And, I mean, I know we have that conversation here all the time. We have it on the Wendy's Big Show seemingly every single day about our quarterback. But this guy's a little bit different in the standpoint of we know what he can do with that athletic ability as well. Zach Ertz, uh, we're going to find out the official designation here coming up shortly. But he was pushing hard to be able to go against the Dolphins today. Why wouldn't you? You want to play the Dolphins. They're they're bad. Everybody else is on IR for them that matters. So, Go play the Dolphins, pad your stats, and maybe get yourself a better extension. Yeah, and it is uh, it is challenging. I, I will admit, with Carson Wentz, you're you're without your three top receivers coming into the season. You're without Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, let's not forget that he was he was out early on this year after uh, hitting a home run or two in Week One. And outside of that, as you said, no Alshon Jeffrey. There's no Nelson Aguilar. Now there's a banged up. Uh, Zach Ertz, who had been banged up earlier this year as well. This is big-time challenges, but he certainly will admit he's got to play a little bit better. Let's uh, check the forecast in Miami. I'm thinking it's pretty decent weather. Yeah, it's going to be the nicest weather of the day. 83 degrees up to 85 throughout the game. 15-mile-per-hour wind gusts, but it's just gorgeous down there in Miami. Disney is not in Miami, but mm, Florida, you're looking forward to that on Thursday. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked, wait, about this on, <laughs> talked about this on Friday. Billy's taking a family vacation. Oh, God, come on, stop that. Disney. Yeah, it should be it should be a great time. Can't they wait. Have, I'm just excited to get the get the the heat on my body. You know me, I like to tan, Timmy. So I might I might roll up these you know hand legs a little bit, and get these thighs a little bit of uh, a little bit of sunshine on them. Need to do a little golfing down there while you're down there. Uh well, there's no time for that. We will be there at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, we we got a schedule all planned out. I don't think I can fit in nine holes. Circle of Trust uh, is Adam Burnett, and he is up next. You're looking to grab somebody. You're looking to make a little bit of a – I think the trade season has passed. Uh, You do have a trade deadline in your league, right? Definitely, yeah. No, no, those those have definitely come and gone. But there are a lot of waiver wire opportunities you can still uh, capitalize on here coming up in a huge, huge week. And there may be one or two on the circle of trust list with Adam. He is next. Top of the hour. We'll take your calls. We understand the importance of week 13. It is in or out. Make your situation just a little bit better. We'll take your calls. 799-1250 at the top. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. Tim and Tausch. 
Evan Heffelfinger has absolutely destroyed one of his fantasy football teams this year, or did he, in trading away Pat Mahomes and others? Dan Plucker, the other side of the glass, Fantasy Football Weekly, here on The Fan. Who do you trust? A world of fantasy. And, well, maybe not. Dude, look, I'm a loser. You listen to my advice, you'll end up like me with nothing. Can he trust you? It's time for the Circle of Trust with our own Adam Burnett. In your league or on Daily Fantasy, Adam's success speaks for itself. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, that's where you find us each and every Sunday talking fantasy football, among other things here on The Fan. Tim and Tausch, and it's week 13, and let's get to our circle of trust. It's Adam Burnett. Adam, I understand you got a couple of wide receivers in the list today. Huge importance in week 13. Where do we uh, go with our circle of trust? I like Sam Darnold versus the Bengals. I don't think he sees ghosts. He has 10 total touchdowns oh, no. in the last four games. Few leagues that I need to win. I'm playing Darnold this week. Oh, this, you can you this can is feel not free. Good. This is not the, good because put in the Ghostbuster joke. I feel like everybody is on the Sam Darnold train now. That, that means he's going to come out here and throw four picks. Yeah, you know, you know what happens when everyone right. just has this gravitational pull to I'm one thing. I'm picking up Ducky. Yep. All right, go uh, ahead, running back. Sorry, running back. I like Jonathan Williams of the Colts. I was actually surprised he was available in a few leagues that I play in. Titans' run defense isn't very good. They've given up 100 total yards and touchdowns to running backs in three consecutive games. I'm playing Williams this week. Yeah, I like him too. I uh, I did notice that I think ESPN leagues only had him at like 13% rostered, and it's like, whoa, you need to – he's a starting tailback in the NFL for a team that likes to run the football. I mean, you got to grab him. You have a couple of wide receivers for us. Yes, I like D.D. Westbrook of the Jaguars. They play the Buccaneers. He has had six or more targets in eight contests this season. He only has one touchdown. I think I could score a touchdown versus the Bucs. I think D.D. scores today. And in the deeper leagues, if you really need a receiver, with all the injuries in the Giants receiving core, I would play Darius Slayton. He's made some plays this year, and I think if you're looking for help, he can do damage against the Packers. Do the Giants put up more than just a touchdown? And that's that's what it ball. comes down to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you know I, I think it's only right around a touchdown that the Giants put up today. But more on that when we get to that game. All right, uh, kicker, defense, and IDP. You have a tight end as well. I do have a tight end, Jack Doyle. With Eric Ebron out, Jacoby Brissett is real risk-averse. They don't throw the ball down the field. I think Doyle has a season high in catches today. Kicker's going to be Josh Lambeau of the Jaguars. The Bucks have allowed the most field goals in the league. Defense, Eagles versus Ryan Fitzpatrick on the road. I think they're due for a good game. IDP is Jeff Middle linebacker Neville Hewitt. He's been making plays with C.J. Mosley out. Five or more total tackles in six or seven games this season. I picked him up uh, and replaced Rashawn Evans in my IDP league with Neville Hewitt. Very good. Very good. Adam, we'll see you next week. There's this week 13 Sounds circle of you. trust. You got it, Sam Darnold, at the at the top of that list. Uh, some big games to get to. I, Tim, am I, am I weird for being nervous about this? That You know no. this doesn't work well when everybody is on one train. 
everybody is on this Sam Darnold train. This is this is getting a little concerning for me. I'm I'm still gonna wow. run him. I'm still gonna go, but we'll see. We'll continue with our rundown of Week 13. Rams, Cardinals. Uh, the uh, three o'clock slate here has the Rams and Cardinals in an absolute shootout. I love the over in this, Billy, as we step up to the wagering window. You've got some players here, including Todd Gurley, being, well, is, is subpar uh, an accurate statement? Yeah, that's a good way including to put it. Including him. Yeah, just start your Cardinals, start your Rams, and we'll go from there. Let's check the injuries for this battle. Well, questionable was Kyler Murray, but he is expected to start with a hamstring. Out Gerald Everett, Rob Havenstein. Uh, for the L.A. Rams, so everybody should be ready to go. Good to look in all three facets of that L.A. Rams pass game, but the one part of it that's been bad really has been Jared Goff. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they have they have Cooks ready to go. They have Woods ready to go. They have Cup ready to go. Cooper Cup was one of the most dominant fantasy players through the first seven, eight weeks and just vanished, gone. Yeah. Thanks, number 16. Yeah, it's it's disheartening, and they they shelled out a lot of money for that. I, I think maybe it's just that you know a little bit of a step back before yeah. you get back to where you well, actually should be. That it's just it's tough to watch sometimes for guys like that. And Tim, we've seen this happen so many different times with quarterbacks after they go to the Super Bowl. Right, you have that next year where you just can't get it done, and and it just. It sputters out, and maybe for no explanation, or there's no reason for it, but you just you do not per- perform the same way you did. Look at the 15 and one or 14 and two Panthers that we saw a couple of years ago. You haven't seen that kind of Cam Dis- Newton. Now and injuries have hampered that as well, but it happens all the time, especially in the NFC. Just disappears. Yep, no doubt. That game, uh, Rams and Cardinals in a dome. Chargers, Broncos. AFC West matchup, Chargers and the Broncos. We'll get right to the injury news. I understand there is a defensive uh, – is he a safety that's coming back, Billy, for the for the Chargers? Yeah, Derwin James is going to be back and ready to go. He was the rookie of yeah. the year defensively last year that they've been without all year long. He, he was activated from the IR just uh, earlier this week, so he's back ready to go. But I think the most interesting – name in this to to talk about coming off the IR isn't Derwin James. It's Drew Locke. They they bring him off of the injured list and they're going to start the kid today and this is the same guy that Vic Fangio in the beginning of the year compared to a pitcher that knows how to throw a really really good fastball but doesn't know any other pitches. So under. John Elway, John Elway and Fangio, they they are doing everything they, they can to find to a quarterback. Leave. Well, certainly Elway is doing everything he can to get his franchise quarterback. And in the last few years, you've seen these quarterbacks rifle in and out of Denver. And you know what? I don't blame those guys. I really don't because, you know, Super Bowls are made from those elite quarterbacks, aren't they? They just are. And if, if you have to take a few years to rifle through these quarterbacks, then that's what you've got to do. Trevor Simeon and, and some of these guys, just it hasn't worked out. Granted, I understand that. But maybe if, if there's a group of them, maybe you, you, know, you, well, find, you find the diamond in the rough. Right. Well, and two, I think this year, if, if it goes for naught with what you see from Drew Locke today, I would be interested to see, depending on where they fall with their record being what it is, where they fall in the draft order, if they go and get that guy this year, if they think that it's Joe Burrow, or if they're going to pay the high price 
that Cincinnati wants to get up into that number one spot. It's going to be interesting to see, but you're right. They, they have done everything they can to go and make sure they have that quarterback of the future out in Denver. Any other injuries we should be aware of here? Denver and uh, the Chargers. No, I mean, Von Miller has been questionable seemingly all year long. It's really just been a question mark of where his production's been. But everybody else, they seem to be getting healthier for these two teams. Unlike others in Week 13, they add to their roster off the injured list as everybody else adds to their IR. Indeed. Chargers and uh, Broncos go at it in Denver. What's the weather, Dan? Yeah, it's a crisp 39 degrees at kickoff and sunny, and it's going to stay that way pretty much the whole game, but temperatures will drop into the low 30s uh, towards the fourth quarter. No wind, no rain. Should be a pretty okay day in Denver. Raiders. Chiefs. Uh, Evan Heffelfinger traded away Pat Mahomes like in week two. Was that week two? Yeah, it was. No, it was probably a little later than that, wasn't it? I think it it was like week three, if I guess. It was very early season. Okay, yeah. and then you also traded away some other higher-end players. How is that team doing? You're you're in the playoffs or on the bubble? Yeah, that team, it's on a four-game win streak. I'm in the playoffs right now. I think we have two regular season games left. And then, um, I know I'm looking good right now. Lamar Jackson has been incredible. Zach Ertz has been on a run recently, sure. which has helped me. Uh, John Brown, a guy that I picked up as my wide receiver too, has been killing. But not it. in that trade. Not, no, not, not in, in the that trade. trade. That, that was just me being. That was me being an incredible general manager and picking up some scraps off the heat. Sure. All right. And, uh, <laughs> leading yeah. me into the playoffs. Dave Dombrowski over here. He he, he was going to find his way to get a team into to a championship. We'll see if Evans back yeah. at next year. So the moral of the story is is that uh, when you get Patrick Mahomes next year, trade him. Yeah, and so then he'll get hurt. Apparently, Great. nice work, Evan. Thanks. Yep. That was, that was good. It was. It was like two weeks later, Pat Mahomes dislocates his kneecap. So Chiefs hey, fans, hate mail to Evan Heffelfinger here at the sometimes, station. Sometimes it happens. It works out Chiefs that way. And, Chiefs and Raiders are going at it as, uh, as the Chiefs are fully capable of getting on a run. But as of right now, I, it doesn't look like they're, and a lot of people thought they were the viable choice to battle the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl. It looks like that's Baltimore. It looks like everyone's battling Baltimore to get to the Super Bowl, but Chiefs capable of getting on a run. Let's check the uh, injuries, Raiders and Chiefs. Damian Williams already ruled out for this game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Other than that, Hunter Renfro uh, is going to miss the game for the Oakland Raiders as he had a punctured lung and a dislocated rib. Last week, that that that's an injury that's going to keep you out for a little while. Uh, Trent Brown is expected to go though. Big left tackle for the Oakland Raiders. He should be ready to rock and roll. Can you believe Tim that this is for first place in the AFC West? I I like what the Raiders are doing. I do. Well, I know and, and because you're a Vegas Raiders fan, but I mean, good stuff here by Johnny and Mayor Mank. Yeah, I've I've got a few games left before I become a Las Vegas Raiders fan. So they they're still an Oakland Raiders team that uh, is is getting things together. I um, I I believe that the Chiefs are going to to throw a monkey wrench into this Baltimore New England thing in the AFC. We never did get to that uh, on Friday's show, Billy. You and I on the big show. We never really talked about the AFC, but I do believe the Chiefs are capable and and will. So if you want to ride a, a hot hand, I think it's the Chiefs heading into the playoffs. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think they have as good of a chance as anybody. They've been banged up mostly all year long. They have the most talent, I think, out of those other teams that could give those those teams a run. The also, the interesting part of it for me with Kansas City, Tim, is maybe they, they do have probably the most dynamic quarterback outside of Lamar Jackson. So 
if those two meet, it could just be a shootout. But similar to the last game that we were talking about, Chargers and, and Broncos, they're adding players seemingly to their lineup with their left tackle, Eric Fisher, returning to the lineup. Frank Clark's going to start getting healthier here. They were so banged up in the middle of the year, they could get healthy to get hot at the right time. Absolutely. And let's check the forecast, Dan, in Oakland. Yeah, it'll be 36 degrees and cloudy. This game's actually in Kansas City, and the wind gusts will be 25 miles per hour, and it's going to make it feel like 21 degrees there. So it's not going to be a very good day for football in Kansas City. couple of games left to get to as we're uh, almost done with our full slate of games. Week 13 in the National Football League. Week 13 in your fantasy matchup. Take your calls in just a couple of minutes, 414-799-1250. Sometimes it's just... You need a little nudge to click start or sit, and we'll have that for you coming up at the uh, top of the hour. Fantasy Football Weekly, this and every Sunday on The Fan. Tim and Tausch, take your calls now. God bless fantasy football. At 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Patriots, Texans. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch, alongside the franchise, Tim Allen here with you, taking you up to kickoff of the noon slate. Packers taking on the New York football giants, but this one on Sunday Night Football, the New England Patriots and the Houston Texans. Patriots injury list comes in with 17 different names, a lot with illness next to them as the flu bug going around the New England Patriots big time this week as it kind of peaked out earlier in the week around Thursday, Friday is is when they said it was at its worst, but the Patriots taking no chances as, as they flew out yesterday to Houston for the night game coming up tonight with this from Field Yates with illness sweeping the locker room this week. Patriots did something uncommon when traveling. They flew two different team planes, one to accommodate those who were sick, keep them away from others. Nine players still questionable due to the illness. One has already been ruled out. That's Ryan Izzo. He is going to miss the game. He is the one that is already deemed out. But, I mean, you're looking at some other key players here for the New England Patriots that are are nursing this illness. Jason McCourty also out, but he is going to miss the game due to a groin strain. Everybody else, though, that is banged up, some big names and some key players here. Stephon Gilmore, left tackle Isaiah Wynn, linebackers Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, and Kyle Van Noy, to name a few. Now, they all still have the chance to play tonight, and I would expect them to go if you're looking at playing in, in a huge game like this on Sunday Night Football, but something to keep an eye on here later on in the day especially if you're looking for a DeAndre Hopkins matchup. Maybe you are with some some big-time kick in the pants because you don't have to have your number one wide receiver going up against the number one corner in football. And Stephon Gilmore also, too, Will Fuller owners. I know that you really are interested in trying to get the chance to squeeze him in there. I would also be interested in that as well. We do have some... Uh, Inactives here for the noon slate. I want to get to here before we get to the Monday night game, which has huge playoff implications in the NFC. James Conner inactive, as we said, along with Matt Breida. Zach Ertz will play. Nick Boyle will play. Chris Thompson will go today. Demarius Thomas as well as Brian Bulaga is going to play today for the Green Bay Packers as they're 
inactives have come out. Brian Bulaga with an MCL strain earlier on in the week. He is ready to go, and he will play today for the green and gold when they take on the New York football giants. But now with that game in a dome on Sunday night, let's go to the Monday night one in Seattle. Viking Seahawks. Just an enormous game with what there is at stake between the Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota Vikings out in Seattle this week. I don't know about anybody else. I just do not trust, and and I cannot put my trust into Kirk Cousins going on the road in this type of a game and that type of an atmosphere and getting a win. It just does not seem plausible to me, and I just cannot see a way that the Minnesota Vikings are going to be able to go in there against the Seattle Seahawks, or yes, the Seattle Seahawks, at Century Link and get a win this week. It's it's just one of the toughest places to play. We've seen so many different teams not be able to go in there and take those demons down and then also throw on it that the Seattle Seahawks are even money at a three-point favorite in this game, and I think it's just too good not to go with. But the injuries to watch out for in this game as the Vikings will be without one of their backups. Otherwise, they're ready, pretty healthy to go with Adam Thielen uh, start in this game as he has been down nursing that hamstring injury seemingly all year long. Minnesota and Seattle, it seems like it's always raining in Seattle, but later on in this year, you might see a little bit of the white stuff, Dan. Uh, Yeah, no, it's going to be raining. Uh, Kick kick off 41 degrees and some showers, only 7 mile per hour wind gusts, but it'll be uh, short-lived, it looks like. Uh, Chance of precipitation go down to about 33% uh, towards the end of the game, but it'll be about 40 degrees for the entire game down there in Seattle. Packers, Giants. Packers and Giants, you've heard us breaking it down all week long, getting you ready for the Packers, trying to bounce back after the melee in San Francisco that you saw just a week ago on Sunday Night Football. There's not much positive that can be taken out of this game outside of just get a win and get everybody out healthy, and and I think that's going to be the number one focus for the Packers today. They, They need to get a win, and they need to stay healthy, and they were in a situation where they were one of the healthier player teams going into that week last week against the 49ers where 53 guys practice coming out of the bye week and to have that be where you sit at this point in the season not many teams are able to say that but Brian Bulaga back that's the biggest one for the Green Bay Packers for the New York football Giants they are really dinged up they're going to be without Golden Tate without Jabril Peppers without Evan Ingram and without Rhett Ellison so Saquon Barkley all day long for the San, for the New York Giants as they take on the Packers today in the Meadowlands where we could see a little bit more of the white stuff over there. Yeah, it's going to be rain, sleet, snow, all of the above throughout the entire game out there in New York. Only 10 mile per hour wind gusts, which isn't too much to worry about. 33 degrees, but it's going to feel in the low 20s throughout the entire game. It's going to be exactly the type of game that you'd see in Green Bay, just a little bit out east. That is uh, one of the... So Jamal Williams will feel like he's in Frozen again. That that has him written all over it. Let's see if the Packers are able to get back to the ground game and get back to their winning ways. Maybe an Aaron Jones slugfest against Saquon, and they keep that thing on the ground pretty much all day long. Eight and three backers taking on the two and nine New York Giants. We'll get your answers next. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, 414-799-1250, live at 1057fmthefan.com, and you can also tweet us at 1057fmthefan. It's Fantasy Football Weekly this and every Sunday. Getting your lineup set before the playoffs here on The Fan. Attention, fantasy footballers. 
Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon, and we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. That's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news, injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. An expert analysis. Over a dozen years of fantasy coverage. Sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you. Here's your hosts. Baby Tausch, Bill Schmid, and the franchise, Tim Allen. All right, welcome back. It is week 13 in the National Football League, week 13 in the NFL, uh, and and maybe more importantly, week 13 in your fantasy matchup. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Now, let's go back and rewind the clock, Billy, last week. We know we all have dilemmas. We had somebody uh, ask us about... Uh, Sam Darnold or Aaron Rodgers? Yep. And we saw we saw how that worked out. The 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 role, not only the role, but the matchup that Sam Darnold had versus the matchup Aaron Rodgers had. Are we at the point where we start looking at matchups with number twelve in Green Bay? It it sure seems that way, Tim, doesn't it? And also, I think a little bit of the conversation has to be around where you are in in your fantasy league now do you expect for an Aaron Rodgers to come through with one of the huge pop-up performances of four touchdowns and 300 yards passing no interceptions those I don't think are are plausible with just the receiving cores you and I had a big conversation about it on Friday just knowing where the talent level is there but if I'm looking for consistency and just get me something that I know is going to keep that quarterback position at bay, he's still in that conversation. But for the boom, if you're trying to get in and you need to maybe change the points swing for your points had instead of points against, yeah. maybe the point differential comes with a Sam Darnold. Yeah, and I think the big boom game for Rodgers is still there. Well, we I saw it against the Raiders. So, I mean, he definitely still has it in him, that's for sure. And I think you consider the matchup only when you're facing a very difficult, very tough defense. And I think that's where that comes into play. Now, is that the Giants today? No. So you could get the boom game out of Aaron Rodgers today. 414-799-1250. We'll take your calls. Get to some emails live at 1057fmthefan.com. Facebook and Twitter. And again, a lot riding on this decision here. We'll help you out. We'll walk you through it. Let's go out to Irv on the south side. He's up on the fan fantasy football weekly. What's up, Irv? What up, fellas? Hey, when I get that feeling, I need some flexual healing. <laughs> hey, man, I need, I, need, I need one of the four. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Alshon Jeffrey, Shady McCoy, or Hollywood Brown. I yeah. am more wow. intrigued with Alshon Jeffrey coming off an injury than than the other ones. I, I like, I, I really like Hollywood Brown, but I don't like him getting matched up with Richard Sherman. I think he's going to get taught a lesson of what the NFL is from one of the best uh, to to really ever do it. On the other side, with with a couple of those other ones, Lashawn McCoy, 
yes, Damian Williams is out, but it appears that they've they've kind of taken the bull back on the horns of, of Shady McCoy a little bit, Tim. But I know you're you're big with a flex chance to use the running back. I am, and especially with Williams being out here, he's going to get at least half the touches. You're right on, on Hollywood Brown. Look what Devontae Adams did against San Francisco last week. Okay, found himself in the end zone. We'll, gi- sure. we'll give you that. Um, but but that's Devontae Adams. Yeah. This is this is a youngster in Hollywood Brown. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward uh Shady McCoy here against the Raiders. All right, fellas, appreciate it. Appreciate All it, right, Irv. Let's, Thanks. let's go to Twitter. Dylan says Joe Mixon or Sterling Shepard in a PPR. Remember Golden Tate out. He is out, and I do like the pass heavy offense that uh the Giants are gonna have playing from behind. See how I said that? I, I heard it. Yeah, good work, um, buddy. I do like Shepard in this one. I do. And and I think there's points to be had. Now, the, the rain and the sleet and the snow, I think, are one thing that's going to be interesting to see how he's a, how Daniel Jones, being he, is able to handle this in his first real taste of it. Joe Mixon, we've been waiting on him to, to be able to bounce out and, and really burst against any kind of team here. The New York Jets don't seem to be the team to do it against because they can stop the run decently well. So I, I would agree with you on that one. Uh, let's go to Tim out in Tosa. He's up at 414-799-1250. What do you got, Tim? Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good. Good. I want to take a quick moment to say thanks for another great season. You guys do an awesome job. Thank you. Um, okay, so I never thought a month or two ago I'd be making this call, but do I really play Sam Darnold over Tom Brady today? I don't. I think you have to consider it, and that's what we're going to do here. All three of us are, are going to consider this. Yes, Tom Brady isn't. He isn't Tom Brady from even, you know, four years ago. No, that's for sure. I, I think you have to consider the role, and that's one of the more difficult things to do in this league. I mean, imagine yourself in a keeper league, guys. Uh, those of you within the sound of my voice here that uh, have been in keeper leagues for years and no contract leagues as well. It is one of the more difficult things to do to make that transition from your plug-and-play player. And and you have to respect some of the newcomers. Lamar Jackson, he, he's a guy that, yeah, that one's easy. When you get a guy like Sam Darnold, who isn't necessarily lighting everything up, but you can see what he is, what he does, what that offense is, kind of revolves around him. We all thought it'd go around Le'Veon Bell. It kind of doesn't goes around Sam Darnold. I'm all right with that. The one thing I don't like about it, and this makes no sense, is the Sunday night play with Tom Brady. Yeah. That, I, I just love that Sunday and Monday night player. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I, I love having that chance, especially in a huge game like this, where Brady, I think, and, and Josh McDaniels as well in this sense, know that they're going to need to th- score points because of the way their defense has been hampered. I think he's able to have a big game tonight. I, 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 and I would agree, and that would be the final tipping point for me is to just stick with Brady just just today. The matchup looks great for Sam Darnold. Yeah, the, have the Bengals stopped anybody? No. <laughs> haven't won a game. Oh, boy, that is really close. So, Billy, gavel falls on who? I said Tom Brady, but it's just a suggestion. They're all suggestions. You know, as much as I like the Sunday player, as much as I respect Tom Brady, 
It just looks too good. I got to go with Darnold at the end of the conversation. Tim? Is that good, Tim? Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I mean, a month ago, I'm playing Tom Brady. After the what, Since the last month, Darnold's been the better player. Yep, and the right. matchup looks looks really good. That look, it look, does. Maybe maybe this will have an impact. Dan, what was the weather in uh, in Cincinnati? Will this have an influence on the game? It's decently clear. Uh, that was supposed to be one of the the better ones. I think mid forties. Okay. So so rain and sleet shouldn't be as much of an issue. But the other one's in a dome. So I mean, it's a horse apiece. All right. So uh, we we've got a horse apiece. Evan Heffelfinger. What would you do? I think I have to go Sam Darnold here. I just that. Bengals defense is not great. I think that they're going to put up quite a few points. And the Houston defense, even though they're banged up, they're still a pretty good squad. So I think I'd go Darnold. Yep, we're going to go Darnold as the show. All right, we'll stick with the redhead. All right, good All right. luck. Actually, good luck, Tim. Wow, that, it's wild, tough. Okay. I, I get how tough it is. And I, what will, if, if it is uh, Brady that scores the more points. What will the difference be? Will it be Brady throwing for 368 yards and four TDs and Darnold doing nothing? Or will it be probably both of them throwing a couple of touchdowns and 250 to three and a quarter? Yeah, unless Darnold has the fear game that I am starting to feel because everybody is on the Sam Darnold train. Everybody is on the Sam Darnold train, Tim, and that never seems to work out well. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Week 13 decisions. They're tough. And also, you don't have to just... They're, they're suggestions. So if it's not the answer you want to hear, just go with the guy you want to play. If you want to play somebody, you don't need validation from two guys just because they have microphones to, to put them into your starting lineup. Gentlemen, for me, a win could mean a three seed. A loss could result in a six. I've struggled with running back choices, and I need an RB2 in a PPR league. I start Nick Chubb and compare him with Kareem Hunt. I have Joe Mixon as an option in Dalton's return. So it comes down to Kareem Hunt or Joe Mixon. I'm Full point go, PPR. Yeah, I'm going to go Mixon. He's going to get the lion's share of touches there. And so, you know, again, Kareem Hunt's going to share a little bit. I don't know. I think the Cleveland Brown run here a little bit. I think it may stop today, guys. And and I think it's going to be a throw-from-behind sort of game. I do. For for some reason, I think Pittsburgh's going to, going to play up and, and got a little payback on their mind. And I'm going mixing. Yeah, I think I think the Browns win this game rather handily, but I think Nick Chubb is the guy. I, I agree. I think Joe Mixon in this sense is when when you just talk about touches, he's going to get so many more of them because you don't have to split. Now, I do really like the way that they're using Kareem Hunt back there in a two-running back formation and just letting it air out with those two guys. And use your best players. It doesn't matter what position they play. Use your best players. Silas is in Elm Grove. He's up on the fan. Hey, Silas. Good morning. I was wondering, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, or Sam Darnold, and Leonard Fournette, or Saquon Barkley. And it's six points PPR for a touchdown passing, minus three for an interception. Okay, I'm well, going to go, I'm gonna go with Barkley on the running back. Yep. He's the number one overall pick. Now, here we go again with Sam Darnold. Over Carson Wentz, and who is the third? Jameis Winston. Wentz, Winston. Jameis Winston or Darnold Knight tend to agree every time everyone thinks something's the way to go, you better go the other way. <laughs> it's just uh, insane. 
I'm still going Sam Darnold in, in that configuration. Yeah, I'm not. I'm especially just the way, Silas, you, you laid out. It breaks down for, for points out of an interception and a touchdown. I'm going to go with Darnold because I don't fear him throwing all four picks like Jameis Winston sometimes does. Seems to always do. And Carson Wentz had, what, two or three fumbles last week? They turned the ball over interception. But now he's also playing the Dolphins. True. Right. The matchup looks good. You know I'm what? Forget Sam. all of them. I'm going with Wentz. I'm, I'm, going I'm not to- doing any of this. I'm not starting Jameis Winston because I'm not starting a guy that's legitimately addicted to throwing interceptions. And I'm not going with everybody saying Sam Darnold's going to win. The- now he is going to be hungover still from last week. Thanks, yeah. everybody. It's, Sorry, it's, Silas. It's Sam Darnold day here. And exactly whenever we dub a day for a player, he's horrible. Yeah, so especially because I, pl- I need him to, to get me a win because Michael Thomas drops one ball and Drew Brees forgets he even exists in the red zone. Sorry, Silas. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you. I had Thomas, too. I'm with you. Just brutal. Sorry Ouch. about that. It was, it, it's awful. What an awful Thanksgiving. We get to see Taysom Hill score two touchdowns. Who on earth wanted to see that? Yeah, not too many people wanted to see that. And he'll have maybe two games like that per year where he's, you know, uh, special teams guys on the ground. He's through the air, the whole deal. And then he goes away. I I did see a mad scramble on the waiver wire for Taysom Hill. I, I yeah. thought that was Good luck. Ridiculous. Have him. Yeah. Have him. Yeah, you can have him. Sorry, I'm not too happy about this, Tim. I, I'm just now I'm very, very concerned. I'm very, very worried that this is going to be one of these where we sit here and everybody believes that Darnold is supposed to be the guy and then I'm going to get screwed in the whole thing and miss out with the second highest points in the damn league. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We'll take your calls. Week 13, you could be on the brink of elimination. You could be on the brink of This is clinching. why you don't gamble. You could be on the brink of clinching a money spot, and that's the best spot to be in. I mean, let's face it. You, you get a one seed, and you're already guaranteed the money. We'll take that for sure. So you could be really in the in the driver's seat. You could be on the bubble. We're going to help you out here. It's week 13. Some tough decisions this week. Fantasy Football Weekly here on The Fan. Getting you closer and closer to kickoff. Helping you win the championship. Tim and Tausch with Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 1057 FM. The Fan. We're getting you ready to go for week 13 in your fantasy football season, and you're on the bubble. I can feel it. Uh, There's probably in every league uh, at least a handful of teams that have a ton to play for in week 13. And we're going to help you out. out. 414-799-1258. 414-799-1258. Fantasy football is supposed to be a positive uh, part of your life, though, Billy. It is. And and now I'm angry. I, I was in such a good mood today. I was all happy. Had a great sandwich before we started the show. Hanging out with one of my best friends. And then I now I'm mad. Now I'm frustrated because some all these people, starting Sam Darnold, are going to cost me a playoff spot. Now do you place against Sam Sam yeah, I'm, I'm honestly about to pick up Nick Foles and play him against Tampa. That's I like that matchup. I do like that pickup. So it would be Nick Foles or who? Or Sam Darnold. I mean, I'm oh, not going both? with I'm not going with Carr and I'm not going with Phillip Rivers. Oh yeah, no, you're you're fine with Sam. It's Sam Darnold day. Come on now. Yeah. DraftKings. All the daily fantasies. You're just going to load up on Sam. 
Arnold. I'm not kidding you. In years of doing this show, every single time we've mentioned a specific player's name and we call it their day, it just... It's just, it does not turn I, out well. I know. I, I think it. I think it started years ago with Jamal Charles. I think that's when it started. That, in <laughs> fact, I may have. This show may have ruined Jamal Charles' career. Wow. So you're the one that got him hurt 19 times. Awesome. Yeah, both nice ACLs. The, we're to blame. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Len in Waukesha. He's up on the fan. Hey, Len. Yeah, I'm in a non PPR league. Joe Mixon or Philip Lindsay. I like Mixon in the game. Um, I I do. Both run defenses are stout for as stout as teams with you know six plus losses can be. I I think Philip Lindsay still has to split enough time with Royce Freeman that I don't like him over a Joe Mixon that's going to get that many touches. Where do you see that, Tim? Yeah, I. Lindsay, the the one I think he's better inside the five. And, and I think if Denver can move the ball enough to get in those situations, and even first, if Lindsey runs for only you know twenty thirty yards, yeah. at least the you know the equalizer would be the touchdown there. And I think based on that, it's it'd be a tough sit for me. But you're reliant on the touchdown with Lindsey, and you know what? That being said, I got to go with the number of opportunities. What's Andy Dalton going to do? He's gonna he's gonna lean on a horse a little bit, and that's going to be Joe Mixon. Okey-doke. Thank you. All right. You got Thanks, it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter as well and email live at 1057fmthefan.com. Lenny seems like a swell guy. I think you, you guys would get along pretty well. Kenneth uh, has a PPR. Naheem Hines or Carlos Hyde? I go with Carlos Hyde. I'm with you. Let's go to Mason in Franklin. He's up on the fan. Hey, Mason. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, bud. What's up, Mason? All right, so I need one out of these four for a flex. I have LaShawn McCoy, uh, Ryan Griffin, David Johnson, or Devontae Parker. I need this, and it's half-point PPR. All right, what kind of situation are you in in your league? You, you so absolutely am, must win? I'm a I'm 8-4, and four, and I'm tied for first place right now, but... um. Well, no, I'm in second place. But if the guy wins and I win, then I'm in, I'm second. Or no, I'm number four in my league. Okay. I'm trying to get okay. to number one. <laughs> okay, so if, if you win, you could possibly be the number one seed. If you lose, yes, all hell breaks loose. Okay, got it, Mason. Um, I'm gonna go with Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, I, I I will concur with the Lashawn McCoy. Devontae Parker is definitely it's fascinating tempting. to me. I am so interested with Devontae Parker, especially, Tim, because of your boy, Preston Williams, going out early in the year. I know you were a big Preston fan. So now you get Devontae Parker, who's kind of showcased, and he is playing with Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic's going to throw the ball. Half-point PPR, you said, Mason? Yeah. Yeah, I like LaShawn. At least he'll get you some competitive points, Mason, all right? Uh, there's Mason. Yep. Mason yes, Take Mason you. Rudolph checking in. Um, we can see right. he's not playing Thank football you. today. He's playing fantasy football. Good. And, uh, the the Miami receiving situation, Billy. I was on Devonte Parker a couple of years ago, but injuries just derailed the start of his year. I, you know, if they 
if they can figure out their quarterback situation between Preston Williams and Devontae Parker, they got a nice little bookend receiving core. Well, and I was really hoping the Packers would make a play for Devontae Parker at the trade deadline. I thought it was exactly what you're looking for, a guy that can fly. He could fit a slot role and even go on the other side of Devontae Adams at times. I thought he was a great get that they could have had at that trade deadline, but went for not, and you're right. They, they do have – the future does look bright at that spot for the Miami Dolphins as it yeah. doesn't pretty much everywhere else along the field. Yeah, seven nine nine twelve fifty. You can email live at one zero five seven FM the fan dot com, and also I'm interested uh, when you get in here real quick just to give us your given situation. I know Mason, but he put it so perfectly. He spelled it all out for us. It was very concise and clear. You've got to be kidding me. You're an awful human being. <laughs> Just kidding. One of the worst human beings ever. Let's go to Steve in Oak Creek. I don't think this is our other friend, Steve in Oak Creek, because I don't think he plays fantasy anymore. That's Yeah, Sparky quit fantasy football. Steve, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I got a defensive matchup question for two guys at a flex PPR. Mark Ingram or Tyler Boyd? I'm going Mark Ingram, even though the matchup looks – incredibly bleak against that 49ers front it does look tough and i and, and i understand where you're coming from steve on on at least entertaining the idea well because of boyd dalton. he's coming back with dalton he he is um boy i don't know with that baltimore and san francisco game I'll tell you what we're gonna learn a lot after today's uh game that matchup right there we're going to learn a lot about both of those teams. Yeah. If they play to a little bit of a, a stalemate, if you will, type of game, and one of the teams wins by three in its 2017, 21-17 range, you know, then we have a lot to go on. If somebody blows out someone, we'll have a lot to go on. I mean, Mark Ingram has been putting up points for you. Absolutely. And, I, and as Billy said, the, the matchup doesn't look great. I can't see you sleeping well tonight knowing that Tyler Boyd had three catches for 31 yards and Ingram found the end zone twice and rushed for 88 yards. I mean, sounds good. Yeah, and good that's stuff, what Steve. it comes down good to. Good stuff. It really does. How now, are... if Boyd comes out with three TDs and 172. Well, and then you can curse our name later on tonight. And remember, they're (laughs) just suggestions. Peter is in Tosa. He's up on the fan. Hey, Pete. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, I need Brady Watson or Garoppolo. Uh, Deshaun Watson is who I would start out of those three. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, there's some some tough matchups there. Out of that configuration, I'm going Brady. Deshaun, that New England defense is legit. Now they're they're sick as we started the show mm-hmm. with today. Yep. And so not that necessarily that they're all they're all getting over the flu, but you you guys know what you feel like when you're getting over the flu. You're not 100 percent up to physical uh, no, ability. And I'm, and I'm definitely not ready to go play a football game. I can tell you that much right now. From um, from the time that I've had it and the time that I've had to play through something like that. It's uh, it it's not good, especially when you're playing in the secondary and you're running for you know three straight hours. Billy, the problem I have with Watson is when you need him the most right now, he's not playing his best. Yeah, that's true. Look at that Baltimore game. Just awful. Three points, four points, depending on your format. Yeah, Yikes. it was brutal. So 
Cowboys. That's true. Yeah, it's just 799-1250. They're tough. Brady seems to be in the conversation a lot these days because we have a tough time letting a uh, stud fantasy quarterback uh, fall down the rankings, don't we? Yeah, no doubt about it, especially when you've you've counted on him, like you said, for, for as long as you have. One more before a timeout. Let's go to Robert. He has a uh, email question live at 1057fmthefan.com. Need two of these four wide receivers in a full point PPR. Christian Kirk, Debo Samuel, Devontae Parker, Stefan Diggs against the Seattle Seahawks. Diggs is in. And your boy, uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, I like that matchup against the Eagles a lot more than any of those other ones. I don't like seeing Debo Samuel going up against Marlon Humphreys or you know, Jalen yeah. Ramsey drawing Christian Kirk for too long in a game. That, that doesn't sound good. That's for Big Rob Se- out in Franklin. 799-1250. We've got some time left for you guys. If you've got a question, kickers can make the difference. I grabbed Mason Crosby in a matchup. Yeah, you did. Just this past week, I had a myriad of kickers to choose from. Mm -hmm. My kicker was hurt or on by, whatever it was. Needed a kicker. One week. That's all I needed him for. Mason Crosby, Sunday night kicker. He's probably going to get a couple of field goals, you're thinking, right? Yeah, you definitely would think so. He comes up with not only no field goals, but no extra points, and I lose by 1.5 points. You're welcome. To you. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, thank you, by the way. I needed that one. I needed that one more than you did. I could have grabbed any other kicker in the league, just about. Yeah, pretty much. Every other kicker had at least two. So, <laughs> thanks, bud. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, it could come down to a kicker. You never know. 799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly here on The Fan. Tim and Tausch, take your calls now. God bless fantasy football. At 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. You guys know we've all been in these situations where you don't really care about fantasy football and then you lose a big game like today, week 13. Then you care. And you try not to let it fester in you into the Sunday night game into the Monday. You're trying to look around. Can I, can I possibly come back from 38 points and I have a tight end? (laughs) You're keeping hope alive in that regard. We've all been there. We've been there to where it's, it's a fun thing and, and we let things slide and, and in others, we see that the difference was $375. It's okay. We're right there. It happens. We're right there with you. 799-1250, week 13 in your fantasy matchup. A lot of tough decisions to make here. We're right with you. 414-799-1250 out in New Berlin. We find Corey with a tight end question. Corey, you're on the fan. Hey, well, I'm starting. I've been starting Mark Andrews pretty much every week, but I'm so Baltimore heavy that I decided I'm going to start Griffin. I don't know which one I should take. Griffin's been on a roll. Andrews is a stud. I know uh, Billy's been rolling with Mark Andrews for quite some time. Yep. 
I'm still there's Baltimore no d- heavy, though. I'm a little worried about it because I got Jackson and Ingram going, too. Oh, no. I, I think it's still if you, okay. Yeah, especially if you have Lamar Jackson, utilize that and, and try to double up with Andrews. I think the, the risk is worth their reward. Look, it, it's a tough play and it's a tough game, but right. if you don't believe that that Baltimore offense is going to be able to do anything, then I mean you then you kind of discredit what they've done over the first twelve weeks. They're still really really good, even though they're playing a really really good defense. Sounds good. Yep. Good. Good luck. Good and stuff, you know their their defense also. And again, they're facing a ten and one team, guys. Let's just keep that in mind. But they give you opportunity after opportunity, drive after drive after drive. You're thinking with uh, six minutes to play, well, if you can get one more drive by halftime with Baltimore, they end up with two and three more opportunities at times. It's crazy. Kurt is in Racine. He's up on the fan. Hey, Kurt. Hey, guys. Uh, 12-team standard must-win situation. I got Parker, Metcalf, Kevin Coleman, Odell Beckham, Hollywood Brown. I need two oh. of them five. Okay, hold okay, on. So hold on. Tevin Coleman, no. Or Tevin Coleman needs to be in. Sorry, Tevin Coleman needs to be in because Matt Breida is out. So Tevin yeah, Coleman. I, I see, yeah, I've seen that. So yeah, Tevin Coleman, a, you're starting. Yeah, okay. that that's a given. Let's that's because he's going to touch the football a lot. In that a game. lot. Okay, so they have standard league. So. so and so no Hollywood Brown because he's going to take on. Uh, Richard Sherman, that that's that's no no bueno. Give me Odell, those other, give me those other three. Odell, Metcalf, Parker. Mm-mm-mm. I like Odell Beckham Jr. I just I'm gonna go with the most talented player in there, especially in a division game. That game's gonna be hot all day long. Yeah, and I think the the higher ceiling might be Odell Beckham Jr. is so due for a breakout game, like a big game. Like a big, Tim, big, I, big I, game. Tim, I've been saying that for the last eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that, but, you know, Metcalf, um, been known to get in the end zone a couple of times, but he's also been known to turn the ball over and have a drop here and there. He's drop a young it. player still figuring things out. I'm still going to go with Odell Beckham Jr. Odell and Kevin Coleman, huh? Yes, yep. sir. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Kurt. Get, some, get some action there with those guys. Yeah, the non-PPR, that does make me think a little bit about Tevin Coleman, but without Brita, uh, maybe that's a little more of a ball control type thing. Get, keep the ball out of the hands of Lamar Jackson right. for the Niners. Maybe Tevin Coleman does chew up some yards. And maybe that's tough because, I mean, you could see Jeff Wilson Jr. in there and Raheem Mostert. So, I mean, I understand where the frustration comes with Coleman, and here we have another one. This one's from Josh in Greenfield. One out of these three full-point PPR, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, or Tevin Coleman? There I'm going Coleman. Yeah, same same there for me as well. Garrett is in Richfield. Garrett's up on the fan. Garrett, what do you got? Okay, so uh, if I win, I'm in. Uh, so you guys said that Earth is playing, correct? Correct. Okay, so I have a choice between Carson Wentz, who's not been very good this year, um, or Kirk Cousins, and it's four points per touchdown. Oh wow! Okay. I, I just I gotta go with Wentz. I I Garrett, can I can I level with you and be completely honest with you? Are you a, a Viking fan or are you a, a Packer fan? Oh, I'm a Packer fan. Okay, I I see absolutely no way on God's green earth that Kirk Cousins goes out to Seattle tomorrow night and gets a win. So for that, okay, I'm going to start Kirk. Carson Wentz against the Miami Dolphins. But, He's zero for yeah, seven. 
0 for yeah, 7 on Monday Night Football, and he just in prime time is not good. Carson Wentz, it's a little bit of a dice roll, but the matchup looks good for Carson Wentz. Um, he's getting some weapons back. Maybe you find Carson Wentz in the end zone three times. He throws three. Okay, so drop Darn, uh, Sam Darnold uh, for Jacob Hollister just in case Ertzman goes. So I'm, I cannot uh, do anybody else. So it would be oh, okay. Wentz. I hope he doesn't, uh, they don't score every uh, rushing touchdown and don't throw it up. <laughs> Hold on here. So your decision could have been then Wentz, Cousins, or Sam Darnold? Correct. Hmm. I would have went with Darnold. Can you get him back? Uh, I think he's on the waiver now for the next three days. Go get him and start him. Yeah, see if you can. Otherwise, you're otherwise. That's that's a tough spot. Appreciate it, Garrett. All right. Yeah. Thank so you. there's so there's another one. <laughs> this is just getting absolutely nauseating. I'm I'm so so frustrated with this. Yeah. Well, Sam Darnold's going to end up with three or four TDs, and he's probably going to throw for. 300 or so. I pray because then I'll be able to take you down in the second round of the playoffs. Good morning, Go Pack, though. This one's from Aurora. One point PPR need two of these three Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins. Thank you. I go Parker and Watkins. Yep. No, I'm with you. 799 It's week 13. Mr. Rager. One point PPR pick one Terry McLaurin, Kenyon Drake, Sammy Watkins, Marquise Hollywood Brown. How much? How many points do you actually think are going to be in is going to be in that Cardinals Rams game? I do like a lot of points in that game. So then you're looking at Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah. Full point PPR. Yeah, yeah. With David Johnson has just been wow, so disheartening. Oh man, I mean, it, I didn't think it could be worse than than Todd Gurley owners, but uh, talk to an owner of David Johnson. It yeah, it is worse. For sure. Good morning, guys. This one's live at 1057fmthefan.com. I'm on the playoff bubble, non-PPR. Need one, Chris Carson, Tevin Coleman, or Daryl Williams. Thanks, guys. Uh, Daryl will get some play, but I like Carson. Monday night. Let's go. Same with that Monday night play. Al's in Sussex. He's up on the fan. Hey, Al. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. I have a huge quarterback dilemma. Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? (laughs) This is what I want you to do, Al. I want you to get a dartboard, right? You you throw darts. <laughs> oh yeah. And then just put Lamar Jackson's face on one side, Pat Mahomes on the other. Close your s- eyes. Spin around five times and just chuck the thing at the wall. <laughs> Both of them, be- I think, are going to have big days. But yeah. but in all seriousness, I think Mahomes probably has the bigger upside day. A divisional game that I think they they got to win this and they will be back in control firmly of the AFC West. So I like Mahomes coming off the bottom. Yeah, I think from a quarterback standpoint, I would agree with you, Billy. But one thing to consider, guys, does this have an impact on this? With a defense uh, facing Lamar Jackson like like the Niners are, does he maybe take off a few more times than normal? And maybe you get uh, you know the 40, 50, 60 yards rushing, you get five or six points on the ground. That's the dilemma. Okay, so where, where are you going, Alan? Are you I'm, just going to ride going, the fence or I, what? 
I'm going with the MVP candidate, and I'm going Lamar Jackson. I'm riding that train. All right, Evan, break the tie. Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes. As much as I love Lamar Jackson, I think I got to go Pat Mahomes in this one. But you traded him. I thanks, did, guys. and now I'm making right. Yeah, thanks, Al. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That's a that's a tough one to go at. <laughs> wow. Yeah, seven nine nine twelve fifty. A couple of minutes left for you. Week thirteen. It's a kickoff coming soon here. We'll help you out with a uh, particular question. It's Sam Darnold Day, dubbed right here on The Fan. Tim and Tausch have never shied away from a wager. Point spreads, over-unders, and fantasy football. Aren't Sundays great? Time is running out. Get ready to make last-minute clicks. It's the lightning round on Fantasy Football Weekly. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, we haven't done this in a while. It's the lightning round. Yeah, so no waffling, Alan. Yeah, that means you ask the questions, we give you the answers. That's all. I mean, you can't justify it at all. I will say this before the lightning round. Okay, here we go. Um, go. It is the day of the Sabbath today, uh, Sunday. If, If Jesus was wearing number 12 and playing quarterback, I would still start Lamar Jackson over him. Okay, so you're still hung up on that from the last the last segment. I Unless this it's was a Sam lightning Darnold. round. I thought we needed... Unless it's Sam Darnold. Great, then, awesome. Then maybe. Thanks, thanks a lot. Okay. Dave's in Greenfield. He's up on the fan. Dave, what do you got? Half point PPR. Am I going with Jamal Williams or Jonathan Williams? I go Jamal. I go Jonathan. <laughs> Evan, what do you got? Which one? Give me Jonathan. Jonathan Williams over Jamal. Thanks, Dave. Let's go to Chris on the north side. Chris, you're on the fan. I have a standard PPR league. Um, I need I got I need one. I got Sonny Michelle, Seven Coleman, or um, Kareem uh, Kareem Hunt. You said standard scoring. Yeah, standard PPR. I'm sorry, PPR, whatever it is. Okay. okay, okay. I like Kareem Hunt if it's a full point PPR. What do you like, Alan? Sony Michelle, Evan. Ooh, give me uh This give, is called lightning yeah, I'm for sorry, a reason, I'm sorry. people. Give me Sony Michelle. <laughs> okay, Sony Michelle. Sorry, Chris, that took so long. All right, let's get on to live at 1057fmthefan.com. Juan Garcia, it is a PPR. Need two. Aaron Jones, Jonathan Williams, Kenyon Drake, or LaShawn McCoy. So Aaron Jones is in. I will add your guy's boy, Jonathan Williams. Yes. All right. Let's go to Wes on the south side. Wes, you're on the fan. Yeah, I need two or three. Eckler, Snell, or Lindsey? Lindsey and Eckler. Same for me as well. That's a good combo that you get right there. Jason, PPR League, need two wide receivers. Odell, Robert Woods, or D.D. Westbrook? Westbrook and Odell. Okay, so I was going to go Odell and Woods, but I can be teased because I see a lot of scoring in that Tampa Bay game. Sorry, I'm not supposed to explain. Woods or Westbrook? Woods or Westbrook? I I will go Westbrook because of the points, because of the points in that game. Sorry, once again, I'm not supposed to explain. Uh, Koo Bang, I like this one. I'm in fifth place against the fourth place team, Timmy. Pick between Kirk Cousins and Thielen or Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey. So he's asking which... Which, which tandem would you say? Yeah, which hookup? I'm going to go Cousins and Thielen primarily because of the Monday night play. And it's Wentz and Jeffrey. I'm going Wentz and Jeffrey. 
I go Wentz and Jeffrey as well. All right, that's what the show says, Kuvang. There you go. Let's go to Jalem on Twitter. Has Hollywood Brown or Darius Slayton in a PPR? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Slayton. I'll I'll go with you on that because of the injuries that they have out there as well. Kyle's in Bayview at 414-799-1250. Hey, I need two or three standard PPR. I got Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, or Jarvis Landry. Landry and Allen. Same here. Yeah, those that's another good duo. Good luck tonight. See, I Kyle. wish I could explain these things to you, but apparently I can't. Okay, explain it. Well, no, I I'm just, is, I'm this just is saying. Not how the lightning round is supposed I, I to know, go, right? I know. I'm going to follow. I see. I'm going to follow directions. <laughs> see, I haven't been nearly as mean to you as Rami was last year about this, have I? Yeah. No. He he's super mean. He's a mean mean man. <laughs> 414-799-1250, live at 105.7 FM, thefan.com. Just a couple of minutes left here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Sarah has one running back in a PPR league. Darren, Dar- oh, wow. <laughs> Daryl Williams, Penny, or Hines. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I, mm. I'm going to go Penny. I, I like Penny in the game because I think they can run the ball against the Minnesota defense. I don't think it's as crazy as, as it seems right here. All right, this one's from Mark, live at 1057fmthefan.com. Pat Mahomes or your favorite, Tim Allen, Sam Darnold? <laughs> well, well, well. Now I'll let you explain this one because I, I know this is going to be a tough filibuster for you. Yeah, I'm, this is a very difficult one. Love Sam Darnold today. It's Sam Darnold Day. It is, officially. It is Pat Mahomes, and it is uh, a matchup uh, in division. It goes uh, It goes without saying that uh, there'll be a slight edge, and I say minuscule edge. We're going to go Pat Mahomes. Okay. I, I will also uh, go with Pat Mahomes as well. Brewman on Twitter says, for a flex spot, full point PPR, Kenyon Drake, Odell Beckham Jr., or Austin Eckler? Just one of those? Just one of those. In a PPR, Eckler. Yeah, I'd, I'd go the same. Even though, now how do you, what do you make of Phillip Rivers possibly getting benched here on the way out? Well, the, even better so that he's going to check down more. <laughs> Just get the ball out of my hands and make some plays, guys. That's all I need of you, please. You know, that's that's the thing, though, Billy. On You know, with young quarterbacks, and maybe we'll, we'll save this for a conversation uh, on another show, but young quarterbacks can make two decisions. Check down, play it safe, or say, hey, man, I'm in the NFL. I want to make my mark. Let's go. Let's launch. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and I'm going to go right at you and, and just try to play and, and do my game and do what got me here and throw the ball all over the field. Under two minutes, it's, uh, we're past the two-minute warning and no timeouts. Jake has Stefan Diggs or Will Fuller. I like he is not getting the Stefan Gilmore matchup. Thanks. Diggs or or Will Fuller. Yeah, I'm going Diggs. That's that's a tough matchup here. Uh we have KK and Racine. You're on the fan, Jake. I got Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, or Sam Darnold. I didn't catch the first one. Uh Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Or Sam Darnold. Darnold. <laughs> Over both of those? <laughs> Over I, just, to sh- I just picked up Darnold. All right. Roll with him. This is, roll this roll guy, with him. Roll Darnold, I guess. Thanks, Jake. 
It's Roll Darnold today here on the fan. <laughs> you started Kyler Murray every single week of this season, and you have a guy that was a two-time national champion, and you're going to go Sam Darnold over him. Okay, yep. let's do it. So happy Sam Darnold Day to everybody. It's, uh, it's just about noon. Uh, that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Weekly. Dan Plucker, nice job behind the glass. Evan Heffelfinger for completely destroying a fantasy football team this year. And uh, for Baby Taos, my name is Tim Allen. Happy Sam Darnold Day. I'm, I'm throw just, up. I'm crossing my fingers. Have a great day. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.